Welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the hottest, newest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. Welcome back, New Mexico, from the weekend. We're back, and it's Monday. We're back, and it's Monday, Manic Monday. But better to get everything sorted out on a Monday instead of trying to take it easy on a Monday. That's what I always say. That's why you have the weekend to rest. Yeah, it's bad. If anything's going to go wrong, it'll go wrong on a Monday, right? Well, I mean, not necessarily. You probably just jinx the whole week. (laughs) (laughs) Knock on wood. (laughs) Knock on wood. You know how superstitious we can get sometimes. Mm -hmm. So just real quick, special thanks to our advertisers who help keep us on air every day. Author Gerald Loeb of Mayhem manner local albuquerque author he's great pick it up it's on our website offthecuffabq.com golden equipment company abortion free new mexico and abq guns uh we're in the process of their ad it should be airing sometime soon plus they're giving a discount off if they mention off the cuff whoa yep you have to listen to the commercial once it airs so support for today's programming on Off the Cuff is made possible in part by Semco. Thank you for supporting our mission and not our speech. Contact us today if you would like to support Off the Cuff ABQ Talk Radio. Off the Cuff was created with an idea of telling it like it is. Our localized radio platform is the next level of conservative talk radio. Real talk, real New Mexicans that give voice to New Mexicans who are being ignored and the problems of New Mexico. Off the Cuff is created and hosted and produced by New Mexicans. In our pursuit, we are looking to rise up unashamed to proclaim our faith, family, and freedom. Offthecuffabq.com, click on Sponsor Us button or advertise with us or give us a shout-out, comment, or... We're all happy to hear from you. Totally happy to hear from you. And if you think you want to be a guest, there's also a link there. It says, be a guest. If you're being ignored, get on there. Or if you got some sort of uh, talent, if you're a, an author, a free, Freestyle Friday, we give away free advertising because we like to promote New Mexico because that's what kind of New Mexicans we are. So been here our whole life, probably be here another <laughs> lifetime. You know how it goes. Yep. It's either real enchanting or real entrapping. It could be both. It could go either way. Yeah. It could go either way. <laughs> so what's up on the cho- chopping block? Long weekend. It wow. looks like Albuquerque's outdid itself again. We got another murder. Uh, it looks like it took place last night. On Sunday, police detectives opened a homicide investigation in southwest Albuquerque. APD says the incident occurred along Rio Madre Southwest, which is near like 94th Street or something like this. It's on the west side. It's right there where it always happens. There's a lot of happening up there by 98th, right. huh? Well, not where it always happens, but it happens there frequently. How come? I wonder. I mean, we got bodies dropping from the sky. Crime, and, they got, and they got rid of the minis. Crime, crime all the time. Yeah. You know, we uh, Albuquerque is on record, right, or on track to break its record, to outbest. It's murder rate historically. Wow. Right now, dangerous Albuquerque. It's about public safety. The mayoral race is coming up. I, I wonder who's going to put what what on their platform to address public safety. Because right now, do you feel safe in mm, Albuquerque? Not at all. Do you feel like your property is safe? Mm, that's probably more in jeopardy than anything. I mean... We have people shooting up Walmarts, trying to steal minor things. We're going to get to that later. 
Uh, there was a suspicious fire. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, one all kinds of stuff happened. One homeowner was displaced after a suspicious fire damaged his home early Sunday morning in the Northeast Heights. So according to Albuquerque Rescue, uh, there was a residential fire on the 2700 block of Sierra Northeast, north of Carlisle and Manal. An alert from the rescue at 1.30 a.m. said the fire had started in a shed and spread to the home. So um, the first responders heard that they thought there were gunshots and firefighters were standing by until Albuquerque police secured the scene, according to the alert, before they could actually go in there. Well, yeah, and like usually, you know, firefighters, I mean, they're okay running into burning buildings. I mean, this is what they do for a living. But if somebody's shooting... Like, God bless firefighters. You really got to hold but back. But literally, if they've called, and these people run into burning buildings, mm-hmm. right? They run into fire. Uh, they had to stand by until the Albuquerque police secured the scene because... Yes, somebody's shooting is dangerous. Yeah, Yeah. right, right. Because I'm sure that there was gunfire because there's always gunfire. I told you about that one app, um, that Nextdoor app. Oh, yeah. So I've been reviewing it. Like I told you, I've been going to it. And these random, uh, you know, bang, bang, boom, boom, hearing gunfire at night, Mm -hmm. gunplay. Guess what? What? They talk about it all day long. So it happens everywhere. It happens in a lot of neighborhoods. It happens randomly and regularly. It does in my neighborhood. I know that. I mean, guns are going off. It's gunplay. It's gunplay in Albuquerque. And serious guns. And I mean, I hear like, bam, 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 all right. night long. And I think to myself, well, who's there? Who's doing that? Right, right. It's like, you know. Well, you know, we are also ranked number one again in the fatal pedestrian crashes. They're getting run over left and right. For the fifth year in a row, the land of enchantment has topped the list of the deadliest states for pedestrians. So it's even dangerous to walk. (laughs) A Governor's Highway Study Association report released Thursday ranked New Mexico as having the highest pedestrian fatalities per capita in 2019 and preliminarily over the first half of 2020. In 2019, the rate was 4 per 1,000 people and 2.12 per 1,000 people in the first six months of 2020. The report is asked that is what we've known in Albuquerque for a long time. It's one of the reasons that we have started the Zero Vision Task Force, and that's being led by Johnny Chandler. He's spokesman for the Albuquerque Department of Municipal Development. He said the city is unveiling their Vision Zero action plan on Friday morning. Mayor Tim Keller signed in Vision Zero, a nationwide commitment to create safer streets for all in 2019. So the state has been on the top of the GHSA list every year since 2016. And you know, actually in 2019, 42 people died across 394 pedestrian crashes. And in 2020, the numbers dropped to 30 and 264 respectively. In 2018, there were 382 pedestrian crashes with 35 deaths. That's a lot. That's well, no kidding. I mean, it's not even safe to cross the street. Not in Albuquerque. Oh, why'd the chicken get to the other side? <laughs> why'd the chicken <laughs> to get, get to ran over? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's frightening. Yeah, but, uh, you know, like we said, speed's always a factor. Mm-hmm. Speed is always a factor. Sometimes people go too fast uh, on the freeways, on side streets. I mean, often you see car crashes, even just regular car crashes, like these cars are flipped over as if they were, you know, going. I think I saw four this month, four. Yeah. That flipped over. Like very, very bad accidents where mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, right? Mm-hmm. Slow down. Really? Speed's you, a factor. Yes. And, you know, it says that also uh, one uh, priest was killed and another one was injured in Albuquerque a car crash. 
Authorities say that one priest has died and another has been injured in a car accident in Albuquerque. Bernalillo County Sheriff's officials say two vehicles were reportedly racing, there you go, the speed, Friday night when one of them struck a vehicle carrying 35-year-old Reverend Graham Golden and 24-year-old brother Lorenzo Romero as he was pulling out of the Santa Maria de la Vida Abbey. Authorities say Golden was killed in the crash while Romero was injured, but expected to recover. So this is completely sad. This happened here in the South Valley. And again, um, you know, uh, the South Valley, you can hear, in addition to gunshots, gunplay, mm -hmm. the racing. The racing has gotten out of control. Again, I look on this Nextdoor app, which is basically an app that's designed so that you can talk with your neighbors or people closest to you about certain things you know if there's somebody in the area stealing a package from like the ups guy or the delivery guy or the mailman or whatever uh they put those notifications on there they talk about the gunfire at night during the day in addition to this speed racing so speed racing is is, is a big factor and like here's the thing i have nothing against fast cars <laughs> fast cars fast women <laughs> i mean whatever mm -hmm. but here's the thing when you're doing it on regular streets where people in general are driving, it's not cool at all. And so... Well, in this instance, the witnesses told the sheriff's deputies that the suspect vehicle was speeding and possibly racing with another car, which it swerved to avoid the crash and sped off. And, and, and they probably the were. They probably yeah. were. Mm -hmm. Be because who wouldn't stop? Honestly, who wouldn't stop? So, so the person that caused the crash... Everything's okay with, with, with that person. But meanwhile... A person, uh, priest is dead. Right. Another one's injured. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it, it's just... It's it's disheartening for sure. Mm -hmm. um, APS. Yeah, they Let's are. move on to APS news. Oh, yeah, they're getting a bonus. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> employees with uh, Albuquerque Public Schools are getting a bonus this year for working through the pandemic. According to the... Uh, district of all the full-time employees, they'll get a one-time $1,000 payment, and part-time employees will get 500 The payments are set to go out at the end of June. So that's comforting. A little, it's a little something. Right. Yeah. So are these teachers or employees? No, it's, it's employees, actually, the ones that were giving out lunches to the kids and stuff. Yeah, but I'm sure it's going to be teachers, too. They're just not saying teachers. But uh, here's the thing. like I'm not understanding why any teacher would be getting a one-time thousand dollar payment or part-time employee uh 500 except for those who were out like the cafeteria ladies i've seen them out the entire covid but we got to take a quick break god bless the cafeteria ladies yes they worked hard they worked super hard you're listening to kdaz 96.9 fm 700 am don't go anywhere we'll be right back Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Hi, I'm Gerald A. Lowe, author of Mayhem Manor, and I listen to Off the Cuff Radio Albuquerque at 96.9 FM 
and 700 a.m. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest local conservative talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. Just a, rem- a reminder, don't forget to go to our website at offthecuffabq.com. Check out our sponsors. Check out past podcasts. If you missed any of our podcasts, you can get them there under podcast. We had exciting guests last week, like Cristina Estrada from Estancia, New Mexico, former House of Representatives candidate for District 10. We had Becky Chung from the East Mountains. Man, we were in the East Mountains a lot. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely a rural county. They've held it down for a long time. Great community. And uh, we had our Freestyle Friday and lots of other things. So please check us out at offthecuffabq.com. Send us your comments. Send us uh, information about your organization if you'd like to be a guest or, or be promoted on Freestyle Friday. In particular, those creating music in New Mexico. We want to hear from we you. We want to hear from you. If you're a local uh, author, we'd like to hear from you also. Give us a shout out off the cuff, abq.com. Well, That's where you can find us. Yes, we have. So back to crime, crime, crime all, all the time. time. You know, two people accused of stealing from local stores while armed are set to appear in court this week. They're actually going to court. Mary Gonzalez and Nathan Tapia are accused of stealing curtains and a tattoo kit from a Walmart off course and real Bravo. It. Yeah. It's like it's comedy Just hour. A ta- yeah, a tattoo kit. Come on, give me a break. Um, when a loss prevention officer approached them, Tapia allegedly threatened to start blasting people, and the pair got away. Then in April, the criminal complaint states Gonzalez shot towards store workers trying to stop her and Tapia from taking items from the Sam's Club on North Coors. Luckily, no one was hit. Well, good thing, yeah. But did you hear about that father and son that were up on 98th and Central, that same area? They went to go get cash to buy groceries. So they were standing at the, at the machine, and some a person, they were at the ATM. A person approached them with a gun, which his son, he waved it away. He kind of got scared, and, the, and then that guy fired shots at them inside their vehicle. They took off a short distance away to assess the situation, and Molina's son was disoriented but uninjured. And Molina fired back when he saw an individual get out of the car with something in his hand. He believes he might have shot one of the suspects. He said that everybody in his family is carrying a gun at this point because of the crime threat. It's unbelievable. All his family knows how to shoot, and they all carry a gun. So he well, well, again, I mean, we've yeah. been saying this mm-hmm. uh, over and over and over again. There is a repeat violent offenders. There are criminals. There are criminal activity. There are people terrorizing the streets of Albuquerque, like literally terrorizing the streets of Albuquerque in this type of fashion. Uh, they don't fear cops. They don't fear the judges. They don't fear parole, probation, uh, pre-trial they're judges. Not, they're not afraid of anything. Uh, DAs, uh, they don't fear prosecution, and they definitely don't fear their victims. But here we have a situation where victims are saying like this, we so, ain't going anywhere without our guns. You want to know why? Yeah, because we're they're back. not. We're fighting back, and we're not going to be victims. That's right. How many times in Albuquerque do you see a victim getting walked over, whether it's through the criminal justice system, because we already know the criminal justice system exists for the criminal, for criminals, strictly for the criminal, strictly for strictly for criminals. And this we already know, like the sign reads, criminal justice system. The only one leaving 
that place, that system with justice is a criminal. Uh, I hear you. And, you know, we've been talking to Gerald Madrid. He's the last man standing, bail bonds. They played a huge role in all of this repeat offender, catch and release, violent offenders, uh, bonding, uh, the Arnold tool, which is this thing that then evaluates, it's an evaluation tool that the judge uses in determining if a person can be let out of jail without bond. So currently, there, or in the past, there used to be bail bondsmen. They'd get involved, post a bond for somebody, and then you needed your family or your grandma or somebody like this to co-sign and make sure you show up to court. And so that reduced a lot of that if, if, they, if they fled or didn't, adhere to their conditions of release like with the ankle monitor bail bondsmen would go out there and pick them up they i mean they played a huge part in this whole idea of public safety and now the ankle monitor is a joke and then the anchor ankle monitor is a joke like we know in in at least two two instances the da has come out the district attorney of bernalillo county Raul Torres, DA Torres, has come out and said hey the uh these monitors they're not working because there's nobody monitoring the monitor. So we have a system that, that, that's over-depressed. We have a 2016 bail bonds reform bill that, that is helping to influence this repeat offender, catch and release, well, violent offenders. It sets them free. It sets them free, and they're, I mean, they're literally free to go out and, and, and do it again. Do it again. Why mm -hmm. not? Do it again. Why not? Because who's counting? And likely you'll get off. Seriously, yeah. take it to trial because something along the way is going to mess up. And then what? So uh, we know about this. So all of these are contributing factors. And yet we have people like city councilors, yeah. the city of Albuquerque, uh, they decry downtown chaos. APD is planning a crackdown. And I'm sure that they are. And I'm sure the efforts are, are probably well-meaning. But at the end of the day, if we're not looking at the 2016 bail bonds reform bill. They're going to walk. We're not. We're only talking about a symptom. Hmm. I, I mean, we're and not, no cure. We're not even talking about the real problem here. We're talking about a symptom of the 2016 bail bond reform, which basically eliminated bonding uh, criminals out of jail or those accused of committing a crime and and mostly violent crimes i mean everyone remembers uh lily garcia yes she was a four-year-old that was shot and killed and murdered during a road rage incident because of a violent offender uh veronica rael i interviewed her we're going to be putting out an interview regarding that and and how this bail bond reform influences that in addition to that because crime is so rampant we went out and we we collected a group of people to help us make this new radio series to address solely the issues of crime and beyond the symptoms, beyond the victims. Where are we looking in the past that we can mark, that we can say, hey, because of that, we now have all of this stuff unfolding in Albuquerque. It's repeat offender, violent offender, pretrial services, uh, you know. No bail bond. No, no bail bonds. And, and hey, if you really don't want to listen to your monitor, don't worry about it because nobody's monitoring the monitor. Nobody cares. So city councilors, they're decrying the downtown chaos. What's happening there? Well, the police say a man was shot downtown late Sunday night after a group of motorcyclists 
allegedly the banditos opened fire on a car. While investigating that shooting, police arrested a man who they say attacked and sexually assaulted a woman in a separate incident. Two weeks before that, police say an armed man fled downtown. So, hold on, sorry. Yes. So that sounds like uh, like repeat offender. Yeah, re I'm mm. sure, yeah. Repeat offender out, yeah. out before he's even been... Uh, investigated for the sexual assault in a separate inc incident. He's out on pretrial because they arrested him for the sexual assault, took him to jail. He went before a judge, just said, we're going to let you out on pretrial. And then before he's even seen in court for the sexual assault. He's already done it again. He, he's over here shooting up downtown. Mm -hmm. You know, the week before, an armed man fled downtown. They, well, they led an officer to a chase, and he ran vehicles with his car. He then led authorities on a crosstown chase where he almost struck the officers, pedestrians, and multiple vehicles. That so, sounds violent to me. Well, crazy, yeah. Sounds violent to me. They don't name it, uh, name this person in, mm -hmm. in the article, no. either of them, um, so that we could even look it up to see if the person's in jail or if they're out on well, pretrial. No, they're not. Yeah. Well, Monday's no, but why aren't they? Because like, they, they, like, that like, law 2016 sets him free. But why, why are names not, I mean, if these people are doing this, shouldn't we know who they how are? How come mainstream media doesn't put their names? Oh, I'm getting you tired, know? yeah. Seriously. Well, during Monday's discussion uh, at the city council meeting. Last week. Yeah. It involved police chief Harold Medina and his staff and multiple counselors and even Mayor Kim Ke Tim Keller's staff. They hit on large crowds of people swarming to downtown, possible enforcement ideas and the growing concerns of residents and city leaders. But mm -hmm. I wonder what that meeting was about. They said they're going to do a crackdown. Like you said, even if they catch them, they're not going to hold them. So Councillor Pat Davis uh, referenced a very concerning shooting, quote unquote, very concerning shooting between rival motorcycle groups and the sexual assault. But <clears throat> again, up in the story, it said allegedly, and again, no names because I guess we just don't report what's really happening. I haven't really heard anything about any rival gang, I didn't uh, biker gangs uh, fighting. I, I know it's happened here in the past. You remember? Do you remember the city streets? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were like, it was like COVID. I was the only you one know? out trying to get a story. Here. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so again, what's up with that? Yeah. They said uh, uh, that this issue is not a new one. Uh, former Richard uh, Mayor Richard Berry battled downtown crime and tried to clean up the area. Some businesses threatened to leave town. This time around, one city councilor has suggested shutting down roads surrounding downtown to quell the disturbances. Yeah, uh, and then meanwhile, if you want to access downtown, you can't. So then you got to walk block after block after block just to maybe attend an event, go to a venue, or, you know, I thought the city was doing all of this work to attract people to come downtown, and now they want to close the streets down. They want to make you walk through, like, all this crime, I guess, apparently get run over by 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 this person using cars to ram vehicles and pedestrians i mean it sounds like mayhem yeah. it sounds like one of those uh those insurance commercials you know they said hi i'm mayhem <laughs> and he's just banging everything as he's going Crashing along the city. yeah it, it's like mayhem mm -hmm. yep yeah and then they even said that they're not going to that oh, we don't have a problem with the cruisers because you know how the low riders all park mm -hmm. on sunday afternoon they really are not allowed to cruise because they closed down i think sixth street through first street i had seen it before so they all park on the side and they all kind of like fellowship and talk to each other mm -hmm. and hang out they said we don't have a problem with them but they have high-end cars and they're they've invested money into them 
they're here with their families and they're not causing problems. We're targeting the other groups that are coming in that have nothing better to do like drinking in public, shooting guns, racing, things like that. Well, this is funny. They bring up cruisers and mm -hmm. yeah, obviously they have high, I mean, high-end cars. I mean, they're pretty expensive. Uh, they're well taken care of. I mean, why would they even re reference lowriders? I mean, was it a lowrider that crashed into other cars and pedestrians? No. But they're the ones that are going to get hit on, Rod. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm just saying to even throw that into the whole mix is, is like some kind of uh, sidestep, you know? Mm -hmm. So this Valley Commander, Josh, Josh Brown, said APD will kick off a six-day operation uh, May 29th in downtown and will util, uh, utilize DWI units, traffic police, and other investigative units. He said the operation will run Sunday, or I'm sorry, Thursdays through Sundays, and among other enforcement tactics, will uh, there will be zero tolerance on modified exhaust, racing, and traffic violations, all, all of which, again, sounds good. All, all of which, mm -hmm. again, ain't lowriders. And I'm not sticking up for lowriders. I'm saying that this news report uh, blasted all over mainstream media and uh, written and, and visual. They bring in lowriders to this, has nothing to do with them at all. And then, you know, they're talking about, uh, you know, modified exhaust racing and traffic violations. Again, those are the people drag racing. Those aren't the lowriders. Low but what does this tell you, though? It tells you that there's gonna, they have zero tolerance on this, that they're going to, modified exhaust racing all this traffic violations but in the, in the long run are they, is anything going to come of this i don't i don't see them holding them in jail or, or making them accountable at all so what good is it right and then and then beyond that i don't think that these uh these these racing it is happening i don't see the racing downtown downtown yeah because over here it said one priest killed another injured in albuquerque crash from two people who were suspected of speeding and possibly racing the other car, which swerved to avoid the crash and sped off, killing a priest from the South Valley of Albuquerque. Well, see, so you can drag race there. There's not all the stop signs and lights like downtown. Downtown is yeah. not where they're racing. Yeah, yeah, downtown is not where so they're racing. So who is this going to punish downtown? Who is it? The lowriders. They're going to start ticketing them for just sitting around, I bet. Right. So we've been out on... on like on a Sunday night, just to see the cruisers, they're the lowriders. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're nice. very interesting cars. And uh, for a variety of reasons, uh, just to look at them because they're pretty cars. Two, to cover stories. And then three, uh, doing other work, like outreach for, for other matters. So very familiar with the scene. Often, what do you see? People pop their trunk, get out uh, chairs. They got their family with them. They've ordered food. They are having fellowship. Now, I'm not saying there's not any funny stuff ever happening downtown. For God's sakes, it's downtown Albuquerque. After Come all. on, yeah. after all. <laughs> but for the most part, I don't see these people as being the problem, you know? Well, you know, the city council. Because they fail to address what is happening. That's right. You know, that the one city councilor, he suggested just shutting down the roads around downtown to quell the disturbances. They already do that. They do that already, so right. I don't know why this is supposed to be news of right. any kind. Right. Well, and the city councilor, guess who he's in the district, Isaac Benton, who has represented the district for 15 years and lived there for more than 40, he said he's never seen anything like that. Um, no, I'm sure he hasn't. Uh, he is 
he's a real different, this is a real different stage, and I see it go through a lot of stages, ups and downs. I've lived in district long before I was a counselor, and with these groups, it's just a sheer fearlessness and arrogance about doing whatever they want to do. Well, isn't that what all the criminals do? Fearless, do whatever right. you want to do? Mm -hmm. Right, and, and he basically describes a troublesome, troublesome group as knuckleheads. You know what? They're not knuckleheads, and, and they're beyond inconsiderate when they're racing and killing people, number one, when they're disturbing neighborhoods like in the South Valley, like on the West Side, like any other neighborhood in Albuquerque, everybody, if you were to give the, poll them, you listening to this right now, What's your top concern? Is it crime? Is it the drag racing? Is it the gunplay that, that you hear at all hours of the night where maybe a few years ago, maybe even a year ago, did not exist? Yeah. And so Do you on, feel safe? Yeah. Do you feel safe allowing your kids to play in, I'm talking on the block you live on, like ride your bike from one end of the block to the next end, end of the block. Do you feel safe allowing your children to do that? How about walking home from school? How about any of this? Do, does anybody feel safe in the city of Albuquerque? I'd really like to know the answer to that. I wish this was a call-in show. Well, raise your hand. Ra yeah, <laughs> raise, your, raise hand. your hand. Okay, number one, raise your hand if it's crime. Hmm. Number two, Ray. <laughs> just kidding, put just, your hand just down. FYI, uh, Counselor Benton, uh, that described him as, as knuckleheads who are irregularly inconsiderate, engaging in gunplay and criminal activity of all kinds. That's beyond knuckleheads. He said the Sunday cruising lowrider scene has unfortunately been lumped in, there you are, with near do wells who hang out in parking lots through the weekend. So that's exactly what I told you. They're going to get hit. Okay. They're going to get ticketed. Right, right. So unfortunately, right, because every time they're running for office, all of them are always inside the back of some low rider using them to, to promote their campaign. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of saying, yeah, but no, sitting on the fence because this is what the city of Albuquerque does. This is what most politicians do, especially when they have your public safety at, um, in their hand so the reality is uh then then unlump it go after the people speeding start ticketing them take away their damn cars especially if they have been involved in an accident due to racing and if they kill somebody charge them with the manslaughter charge them with murder or whatever it is you have to do and keep albuquerque safe it's your job this buck stops at the mayor's office and the mayor is supposed to run the vision of the city and city council their job, their objective is to ensure that the mayor's vision is being played out and public safety is at the forefront. They're protecting our taxpayer dollars and all of these sorts of, th all of which they don't do. No, no, they don't. You know, Routinely. Yeah, also, uh, Councillor Benton said, the overriding concerns is a slippage into lawlessness in all forms. It really is worrisome. And adding that he has faith that APG will get the situation under control. <laughs> Stop it. Like I said, all this is telling me right here, lowriders, you're going to get it. They're not going to do anything about the speeding and the gunshots and everything else. They're attacking them. It says the overriding concern is a slippage into lawlessness. What is that? Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay, so we go from litter, littering. Let's just say because that, like, you know, that's a slippage into lawlessness. You litter, you whatever. Something minor. This is what he's saying. Mm. And then all of a sudden, next week, you come out with the gun. And you just bang, bang. It, it don't happen that way. These people are, are already have uh, a criminal element to them. They're out there for one reason, and that's to cause mayhem, to terrorize the city of Albuquerque and to make it unsafe. 
We're going to pick up right with Isaac Benton because he is a city councilor representative and he's on the record for saying all this stuff. And he and, is in that district. And he lives in that district and crime, crime all the time in the city of Albuquerque. Are you tired of crime? I'm tired of crime. How about you? You tired of crime? I'm trying not to get desensitized because that's where it's going. I mean, nobody does anything. We'll be right back. You're listening to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's a new and an exciting local conservative talk radio called Off the Cuff ABQ. Go to our website, offthecuffabq.com. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Bud. My wife, Tara Shaver, and I lead abortion-free New Mexico. Did you know that the University of New Mexico is training up the next generation of abortionists and runs a freestanding abortion facility performing late-term abortions all the way up to six months in the womb? Is this really how you want your tax dollars spent? At Abortion Free New Mexico, we are working to reform UNM's radical abortion agenda. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreeunm.com today. That's abortionfreeunm.com. Hey, this is Janice Arnold Jones reminding you to tune in to Off the Cuff at 3 o'clock every day on KDAZ. Off the Cuff really is the hottest, most conservative radio program in Albuquerque. It is real news, real talk for real New Mexicans. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's a new and exciting localized talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. We're talking about crime, 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 crime all, all the, the time. time. Are you sick and tired of the crime stories every morning? Are you sick and tired of crime happening to you? Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired about the crime? And everybody... And the mother that runs for office, knocks on your door, wants to be a politician or works for the city or the state or whatever. They all talk about crime, but none of them ever do anything to actually uh, curb it. And here's a fine example of, of Isaac Benton. And again, this is new. Calling criminals just knuckleheads. Yeah, no, yeah knuckleheads. That mm -hmm. the overriding concern is a slippage. An overriding concern is a slippage into lawlessness in all forms. It really is worrisome, Benton said, adding that he has faith APD will get the situation under control. Really, I don't see how, because here's why. Because the Albuquerque Police Department Union, Sean Willoughby, he launched a Crime Matters More campaign, hashtag Crime Matters More campaign. Why? Because crime's out of control, and they are having an issue dealing with the crime. They are asking everybody to to text a number, pound sign, crime matters more uh, to this number, and you fill out this little form, and you say, look, I'm sick and tired of the crime. It's happening across the board. It doesn't matter if you live north, south, east, or west, this side of the river, or that side of the river, that side of the horizon, or the other side. Sun up to sundown, it's happening every day in Albuquerque, and the police are overwhelmed, and we've had Albuquerque Union Rep President Sean Willoughby already say they're having issues because of some other things that's happening. So, uh, Isaac Benton, all your faith, uh, you might want to readjust that because y'all going to have to fall in and fix this. How are we going to fix it? Very well, carefully. <laughs> what, what really is the problem? Yeah, I, it, it, I mean, is it really closing down, um, 
you know, downtown? Is it really giving out tickets? Is it really getting all the cops involved just to go downtown and like set up their Batmobile and see if everyone's drinking and drive? Whatever, really? Or do we, is that a symptom? Is that a symptom of the real problem? We think the, the problem is the 2016 bail bond reform where it eliminated bail bond reform, meaning you got charged with a crime, you go to court, the judge either releases you or they hold you over. This is why time and time again, every other day, practically, you hear people out on pretrial awaiting to go to trial on some other crime. They're out on pretrial, got some monitor, or they got to check in once a week or something silly like this, little slap on the hand. And meanwhile, while they're out waiting on the trial, on the court, on, on the first case. They go commit the same thing over and over again. They go co commit more mayhem because they fear nobody. Criminals fear nobody in Albuquerque. Get Don't get it twisted. Here, here's the reality. Criminals don't fear cops. They don't feel pro fear prosecution. They don't fear anything. They don't even fear their victims. This is why Albuquerque keeps getting victimized time and time again. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, and meanwhile... Well, I'm glad nobody does anything. I'm glad those two at 98th Street had a gun and they did, were able to protect themselves. They're not going to be victims anymore. You know, like a Sunday night, an incident played out around 11:30 p.m. when the officers responded to a shooting outside of J.C.'s New York Pizza Department on Central near Third Street. Jared Watts, who's a manager at the pizza place, said security video showed a woman and two men firing guns from the restaurant's patio. <laughs> Gallegos said that hours later, a man who had been shot showed up at the hospital, and police determined the incident happened downtown. He said at Golden Seconds near the pizza office, officers found a crashed motorcycle with spent bullet casings around it. Gallegos said the two uninvolved vehicles were hit by gunfire, but no one was injured in that incident. So as police were in the area, they heard a woman screaming. They were in the area for the gunshot, and here they hear a woman screaming according to court records, and they came upon Shanto Pounds Moschino, he's 31, lying on top of a woman. The woman told police that Pounds Moschino asked for a cigarette and then punched her, hit her face, and then tried to reach into her underwear. Okay, hit or bit? Well, he bit her in the face. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He punched her first to kind of knock her out, then he bit her in the face. Okay. Yeah. So this is a guy that was charged with criminal sexual contact, contact aggravated battery, and uh and battery in the incident in the past yeah he, yeah he, he had been in the same thing that right just the, in the previous past. weekend he also also got a little chaotic on friday night mm -hmm. so i mean this is all day long like this story sounds like the one from yesterday yes the one from yesterday sounds like the one uh from the day before and so i mean we could be here all day it's like who's gonna monitor the monitor's monitor mm -hmm. and then uh the previous weekend uh, he had also gone to a little chaotic fight on Friday night. Officers were called around 9 a.m. to a parking lot at 2nd and Central for reports of a man with a gun, according to court records. The man fled, ramming a vehicle uh, that had two women inside to escape the parking lot. So police say the man later identified as Gabriel Chavez drove into oncoming traffic and onto the sidewalk, almost striking vehicles and pedestrians. At one point, officers surrounded Chavez and the 19-year-old drove at them, causing them to jump out of the way. Well, yeah, big old cars coming your way, of course. Yeah, the police say they eventually arrested Chavez at a home off East Central and found an AK-47 pistol, two handguns, hundreds of fentanyl pills, and 5,500 in cash. 
Chavez also blew over the legal limit for alcohol and was charged with a litany of felonies before the case was handed over to federal authorities for prosecution. Okay, so like here's a little ground finale. Yeah. I mean, this is just... You have to say that. I mean... Say it. Uh, good grief. Okay. Benton, Isaac Benton, city councilor of the city of Albuquerque. District 11. District 11, which mm-hmm. is downtown, downtown and, club, yeah. and a country club area and part of Old Town. Right? It's, it's a big yeah. area. Mm-hmm. So Benton said he hopes these incidents don't continue in an area already hit hard by the pandemic. Guess what? It already is every day. Twice a day. Twice a day, all day long, crime, crime, all day long, crime, crime, all the time. It is already hitting hard despite or in spite of the pandemic. Pandemic has nothing to do with it. Not at all. Crime is out of control. What is it? Why? How about not what is the city doing about it? They're doing nothing, obviously. Why? Here's the question. It's more important than how we got here. It's more important than why we're here. No, I guess it's why. Yeah, why we're here. Why aren't they doing something? Why are they doing nothing? Well, they're talking really pretty language. Because, again, like, look, here's another one. Like, oh, it's worrisome. Yeah, no kidding. No, and then he says, we're trying so hard to make it a vibrant, vibrant area for residents. We hope these (laughs) incidents don't continue. Well, yeah, everybody hopes that, bro. We all got our our fingers crossed. You know what I mean? We all hope nothing happens. We all hope we make it home from point A to point B, and we don't. One, get jacked in some way, or two, dead. Or robbed, yeah. Or, or robbed or or injured past the point of recovery, which which, which is, is, is often for some people because recovery is a long road of hope. And and here are city officials saying, oh, it's worrisome. Yeah, they're knuckleheads. Oh, it's, it's a slippage into lawlessness mm-hmm. in all forms. I mean, even though he said we're trying to make it a vibrant area for the residents. Really? How? He said this activity would clearly drive anyone away. It uh, already has. It, uh, yeah. It already has. But then he lies and says this is a new problem and it needs oh. immediate attention. No, a no, new problem. no. No, this has been happening. This wake has been up, happening. Break up Isaac Benton. The only thing that's new about this same problem is the fact that Albuquerque is on record, it's on target to out best its worst year in history in homicide. The murder count in Albuquerque goes up every single day. You are a victim in Albuquerque. It's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. It is not a matter of if, but a matter of when. You will either get a package stolen from, uh, from your door. You will be hit in a, in a, in a hit and run. You will be run over by a car, likely hit and run. You will be shot by somebody shooting for no good reason whatsoever, except they're bored. Except they're bored. Yeah. And and they got tons, hundreds of fentanyl pills and fifty five hundred dollars cash. All kinds of guns. All kinds of guns. And why not? They just gonna shoot at you and your family. It bothers me that they allow felons to keep hanging on to their guns. I mean, they're felons. They should have never had one. There's another repeat offender attempt, uh, and he tried to f- flee from the BCSO, which is Burlington County Sheriff's Office. An Albuquerque man about to get arrested seized an opportunity to make a break for it, but he did not get far. The Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office says late last month, Carlos de Rio Espinoza has been questioned by deputies after reports he tried to pull a woman out of a car as she and her husband were leaving a restaurant at Bridge and Golf. Yeah. 
Hi, Kennedy. Yeah, her husband accelerated and they got away, thank God. Lapel video shows that deputies, when they arrived, uh, Debriol Espinosa hopped into a passing pickup bed and took off. Yeah, erratically. Yeah, he took off um, before being arrested. In that case, uh, they say he also ran and tried to fight a deputy before he was arrested. Yeah, well, that wasn't his first run-in with BCSO. Obviously. Uh, just a couple of weeks earlier, the de deputies responded to reports of him behaving erratically in the street. In that case, they say he also ran and then tried to fight a deputy before being arrested. He was also charged with assaulting an officer in both cases. He was released pending trial, but court records show he is now want, wanted for not showing up to a meeting with pre-trial services. Okay, say that one more time. I have to say it. He was released pending trial, but court records show he is now wanted for not showing up to a meeting with pre-trial services. What a surprise. And he was charged with assaulting an officer in both those cases, yeah. not to mention, like, you know, terrorizing yeah. everybody else. Mm-hmm. So the city of Albuquerque finally responds to Albuquerque Police Union's Crime Matters More campaign. So, so after reading this, you'll see why Isaac Bettens of District T tr three, tree, oh, tr of three, tree, tree. <laughs> I was going to say tres. I don't know why we're not bilingual on everybody. <laughs> it happens. It happens. So uh, City Council District Three, Isaac Benton. That's your representative. If you live downtown. Uh, Old Town, Varela's Country, Country Club, Club area. Mm -hmm. This is Isaac Benton. Yeah. So, you know, he's kind of acting like, oh, wow, what's happening? Like, this is crazy. It's new. He says it's new. Like, it's all new. <laughs> it's all new, you know? Like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm so over it because, well, you know, we used to go there. All the time. Week after week after week, wasting our time for these lousy little two minutes worth of comment. And even if you had a good idea, even if you sent them the stuff beforehand via email, like a PowerPoint. I remember I sent them PowerPoints sometimes, like kind of <laughs> trying to connect the dots, but they're not here for you. They're not, they're not interested. Anyways, the Crime uh, Matter More campaign, City of Albuquerque responds to uh, the Albuquerque Union's Crime Matters More campaign. That's hashtag Crime Matters More. Um, with the help of members of the community, the Albuquerque Police Officers Association, the APOA, sent about 9,000 emails to the city of Albuquerque and APD through its Crime Matters More campaign. The, the campaign's goals was to direct citizens to write in about the Department of Justice requirement for APD, which the APOA believes is preventing officers from tackling crimes. It and, ties their hands. And that might be so. But also, we need not forget about the 2016 bail bonds reform that passed legislation that took away bonding. Uh, when they call 911, they want a police officer there to do their job. That's not happening, said Sean Willoughby, president of the APOA. However, officials with the city of Albuquerque have called their campaign unfair. Really, oh how so? God. They say not only do they have no choice but to comply with the DOJ, but that APD can comply with the requ requirements while also fighting crime. Not really. Not if officers are leaving. Not if crime is now out of control and now the department is now strapped or overburdened or whatever with all of the requirements with all of the things that they have to do while answering 911 calls 911 what's your emergency oh uh please leave a message somebody will get back to you soon file a report i mean this yeah. is how things start look at detroit city 
mm-hmm. right? Chicago. Uh, look at all of these places. Call 911 and see what happens. 911 used to have a great response time. If you've ever had to call 911 in case of emergency, like a car accident or or you were in need of 911 services, they responded. They responded in a timely manner, like help was on the way. And now, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And it's all fine and dandy. It's all fine and dandy until it's you or your family member, until it's you or your family member. Mm-hmm. But we got to take a quick break. Everybody needs to calm down over here. Breathe. breathe. Everybody needs to calm down. (laughs) You're listening uh, Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. We'll be right back. You're listening to Off the Cuff. Stay tuned. It's hot. This is Gerald A. Loeb speaking. I have a new book out. This book is called Mayhem Manor. It appeared on April 15th on Kindle and is now available on Amazon as a paperback. In this book, you will find feckless bureaucrats, unlikely heroes, and stories from the Duke City. If you want to see this book or buy it, you can buy it on Amazon.com. In addition, I have seven other books, three other novels, three books of political satire, and a book of short stories. Order today at Amazon under Gerald A. Loeb. Hi, this is Art Tannenbaum reminding you to tune in to Off the Cuff ABQ right here on KDAZ Radio weekdays from 3 to 4. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. It's the newest, hottest conservative local talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Stella Padilla. And we are talking about crime, crime all the time, because it's really hard not to talk about crime, Stella. You it happens it all, all the day time. and all night. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And you know what? It's out of control. It's completely out of control because on all sorts of levels, uh, extreme conditions are taking place, whether it's property crime, whether it's it's crimes against your person, carjackings, or straight up murder. Like literally, bodies are are are, are falling from the sky. It's not just uh, oh homicide last night, homicide night before. It's like it's double, quadruple, mm-hmm. uh, three or four separate shootings mm-hmm. in the same night. Oh, it's four or five bodies found at the airport, mm-hmm. and now you know it goes on and on, and then. The bodies that were found at the Caseman Hospital um, and the person in the video that's being charged only with felony in possession of a firearm. So, you know, it goes on and, and nobody's on. really talking about that. Nobody's saying like, hey, well, what, what, what's really happening there? And the city councilors are so delusional. I can't believe that they make crazy statements like the city of Albuquerque responds to Albuquerque Police Union's crime matters more campaign when you interpret the sign it can be misleading because it lets some believe if it leads others to believe that we are not focusing on fighting crime oh guess what yeah you're not you're not you want to know how we know yeah the crime's still happening because we got people showing up to atms and like somebody holding a gun on them we got people sitting over here downtown uh firing their gun at 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 whoever they want we have uh 10 year olds dismembered and no and and no suspect in sight. And all of them walking. And all of them walking. We have repeat offenders, violent offenders. We have people out on pretrial right now still committing acts of violence and still committing the crimes. Mm. So no, I mean I would say I would say no, you're not focused on crime. Even after the nine thousand emails, they don't get even, it. E- yeah, even they after don't get it. yeah, if you were to poll people, mm-hmm. they crime is number one on their list. So unless 
the next mayor is running on a crime only platform, you ain't going to get elected. I hope not. It will not. be crime that will win this next mayoral um, election because otherwise we're going to have more of the same old, same old. And God knows we could do without it. That's right. People that they chose to take part in the AP. OA's Crime Matters More campaign received a response from the city that details crime-fighting efforts like the Metro <coughs> 15 list and violence intervention programs. It also breaks down the DOJ reform process. Our stance is crime is not being neglected. <laughs> We're doing both at the same time. Oh, stop it. Yeah, that's a walker Stop set. it. it yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's like it's comedy hour. Know, it is comedy hour. At, you know, at, at off the cuff. Well, he said reform is not the cause of crime. Reform is, again, to assure the citizens of Albuquerque and surrounding areas that their constitutional rights will not be violated. <laughs> God. Yeah, whatever. I can't but, believe they say this stuff. But, like, it's funny how, how, how you know, they've hired a superintendent. Yeah. His name's Stanley. What's he going to do? Right? Mm-hmm. Sylvester. Yes. Stanley, Sylvester. He got a job. Mm -hmm. uh, do he, it. <laughs> he's like kind of deputy chief or chief number two. I don't know. Mm. But they hired him, a whole bunch of money. Uh, why aren't we hearing from him? I mean, he's getting paid specifically to address the reform of the DOJ so that way it takes it off of the plate of Chief Medina. Both appointed by the mayor. Both serve the mayor. Both jobs dependent on the mayor and their service to the mayor. That's how it works when you get appointed, period, end of story. That's why sheriffs, they're elected. They're beholden to, they're beholden to the people. It's your job. It's your job. Mm -hmm. So where's the... Accountability. I mean, just well, the superintendent. Yeah. Like, where is he on record for this? He's not here. Uh, and who is Walker? Like, who is he? Well, he's the one that... Let me see. But what does he do? David Walker, a community outreach liaison with the with the city of Albuquerque. We don't want to talk to a liaison. We want to talk to somebody in charge. Get Stanley, Superintendent Stanley, who was hired to respond to deal, to to affect change, to handle this. So he assigned specifically for that. Superintendent of. Mm -hmm that part of APD as it relates to the DOJ Reform Act called the CASA. Where's Stanley? Hiding, probably. No, I, I, I mean, I'm just saying, where is he? And, but instead, they're going to send you a community outreach liaison. What's community outreach? It ain't working, whatever it I is. Mean, I mean, uh, does this community outreach know anything about the crime that's happening? Any statistics? I mean, did they offer us anything? No. No, they didn't say. It also breaks down the DOJ a reform process and um you know the city is detailing crime fighting efforts like the metro 15 well i mean if we're really talking about programs like that what about the two programs mayor tim keller uh was trying to tell the federal government not to come here for what about um all what, that operation legends is that yeah yeah. Yeah, or, yeah or what about sanctuary cities what mm -hmm. about um is it jacqueline jacqueline v Hill? Sam oh, Hill's wife? That got killed? Yeah. yeah. And then meanwhile, they got the murderer in San Antonio, Texas. <sighs> not charged with, with the murder here. And he has been uh, terrorizing Albuquerque for how long? So wow. we live under a sanctuary city. Uh, we, we live in a city where, where the mayor tells the federal government to stick it where the sun don't shine. 
And meanwhile, it, it, it's the citizens of Albuquerque. It's the people paying their tax, our taxes for their salaries. To do absolutely part, nothing. Not to address the issues of public safety. Yeah, this walker, the neighborhood liaison, whatever he is. Yeah, community outreach guy. Yeah, he says, our, hey, our the stan- community outreach yeah, guy. He got a title. Our stance is crime is not being neglected. Really? How so? <laughs> How so? He says, we're, we, we're doing both at the same time. Reform is not the cause of crime. Reform is, again, to assure the citizens of Albuquerque surrounding area that their constitutional rights will not be violated. That's all he says. Okay. So how about this? So our stance is crime is not being neglected. Uh, We are doing both at the same time. Reform is not the cause of crime. Okay, so then what is? Show us. They fail to offer any sort of alternative argument or an argument in general as to to even create debate. Oh, no, okay, it's not because of, of this. It's not because of the DOJ reform. It's actually because of this. They didn't say that. They didn't say that. They just said, oh, no. Oh, no, Sean's wrong. Yeah. Sean's wrong. And the, the response from the city of Albuquerque ends in part. You can have both, and if the APOA embraces these changes, we will all reach these goals sooner. Uh, okay, so you you have both. If the APO embraces the cha- these changes, you will reach these goals sooner. So what goals? Yeah. I'm Because I, I don't see a goal in there of saying Albuquerque is safe. Albuquerque... Crime is is on a downward trend that we have these things under control. So see again, it, it it's just sort of like, hey, hey, Mr. David Walker, a community outreach liaison, uh, write up a couple of sentences. We're gonna put it in, you know, in the daily paper. You know. See, well, all he can say is that's money that the union could be using to help improve relationships with the officers that are part of this union instead of spending it on a sign that is totally unfair and false. Oh, they just don't like being called out. Liberal. So, uh, yeah. So, so David Walker, like, how, how, how is it unfair when in fact people? are concerned about crime. It's one of the issues we talk about all the time. It's one of the issues my neighbors talk about all the time. It's one of the issues you can talk to anybody in any part of the city, in any grocery line, in any type of situation, crime will come up because crime is a problem in Albuquerque. We have bodies falling from the sky and there's not a single person safe in the city of Albuquerque until the crime is addressed. And all he can say is that the sign is totally unfair and false. That's his oh, yeah. narrative. Yeah, you want to know what's unfair and false? Yeah. Is that packages get stolen. Is that there was a West Side Community Center, not even built yet. Not even built yet. Hadn't even been used. And somebody burned it. Burned it. Vandalized it. Before it could even be used. Not because they had a grudge. Not because they were mistreated over there. Before it was even built. Before anybody, Because they were bored. Because they could do it and they could get away with it. Because crime matters more in Albuquerque. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. That's all the time we have. That was a fast hour. But Mm. crime matters more. It's a real thing. It's happening. It's It's not a matter of if, but when. You're listening to KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. I'm Diana Vargas. I'm Stella Padilla. We'll see you same time tomorrow. Taco Tuesday. Wow!